Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The, the reality is. No, I, I'm glad to. It's for minorities, but white people don't be scared. Asians, Hispanics, you want to come on the show, hit us up. I'll talk to anybody about everything. This is like these niggas is out here fucking these girls and putting it on porn up. At 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday with a hard on, she gets up and she turns oh on the church and turns the thing on. I was thinking, I'm going to get some head or something start to think. Oh, niggas are straight out here raw digging and choking on fuckers. <laughs> if God has his hand on you, why you sitting there? Uh, that was pretty good, man. It just kind of came you out. You can't be squeamish when giving head. I mean, you got a dick in your mouth. Like, how much more gutter can you be? Like, pussy like, the big deal, nigga. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Just what it is. The reality is. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. I have. We know. Oh, I never wanted to cheat on anybody. Shit happens, right? I never did. <laughs> so, if we have a little bit more, you know, people who have a little bit more, then we have a little bit of time to get people who have a little bit less. Yeah. We get equalized the situation, and one day, you know, regardless of what the government does, we will have systems in place to take care of ourselves. You are now What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem. Shit, that's a mouthful. By going to <laughs> www.blogtalkradio.com. This episode is also brought to you by Take Action Apparel and Gear, the brainchild uh, from the brainchild. The, let me start this motherfucker off. I'm not even starting it over like <laughs> totally. This episode is brought to you by Take Action Apparel, the brainchild of actor Gabriel Silva to stand up against bullying through fashion and accessories that let you be you. You can purchase them by visiting www.takeactiongear.com. Man, let me tell you this, man. <laughs> this is another Tuesday. This is the second Tuesday in a row. Second in a row. I'm trying to get my mind right. I'm not inebriated just yet, but Frank came in with the beer. You know what I'm saying? We got a little cannabis in the building. Just a little bit. I'm not we got some John Blacks up in Hey, we got, you know, and we got a, a new person in the building, the homie Dwayne Whitfield, man, from... Louisiana, baby. Louisiana, man. So that's across the waters from Texarkana, not too far. So we already been talking before the podcast got started. Excuse my ice maker. I say that at least one time <laughs> per episode. But um, the reality is. Yeah, and we also got Frank in the building, man. Everybody already know Frank Minicon, man. He's here. Yeah. Like he said, he's a part of the furniture. So, <laughs> I mean, he going to always be somewhere in the mix. Now, I did want Dwayne Whitfield to introduce himself and then tell us how he found out about the podcast because he's a listener. All right. And he reached out to me a couple about a month or so ago. Yeah, yeah. And I was kept reaching out to him and so much stuff been happening as you know and I was like yeah. I gotta get time to reach back out to him so I kept emailing him saying hey I haven't forgot about you right. we're gonna do the podcast I don't want Touch. nobody thinking that I'm acting like I didn't forgot him I'm too big <laughs> for my britches but uh, how did you find out about the podcast man well um, I was talking to uh, one of the uh, guys from uh, from uh, our, one of our old radio stations yeah. and uh, he was telling me hey man you on Facebook man you do a lot of real stuff you out here doing this activist thing and so he was like hey I know the perfect guy bro 
Come close to the mic. Yeah, he said, I know this perfect guy, bro. And uh, he, man, he could come, he could, you can go sit with him, chill with him. He got a podcast that's real, man. And, and you need to reach out to him, bro. Yeah, and that's how he reached out. And I remember when he hit me up, he was like, hey, I already got my topics. And I was like, hey, that's dope because yeah. all I got to do is add to your topics. Right. right. So that makes it better. So let me ask you, what do you, what did you think about it? And you could say it was shit if it was shit. <laughs> but what did you think about when you actually first started listening to the podcast? Oh, yeah, man. I thought it was, uh, it was real, bro. Uh, I thought that you, uh, you did a good job, man. I was like, man, I want to be a part of that. You you know, mm-hmm. um, any, anytime I can, so that's why he chose like, hey, bro, when he yeah. want me on, let yeah. me know, let me come through. <laughs> come you know? through. And I'm always trying out. Me and Frank always talking. I'm like, I always like hearing people's different perspectives. Right. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's willing to say what they feel, regardless yeah, of if somebody else has a different opinion. Because how many times, and I've been guilty of this, especially when I was younger, to where if I'm in a room and somebody's having a discussion, let's just say about politics right. or religion, and I may not even agree with it, but just to keep the peace, there's been a lot of times I'd be like, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Even though I'd be in my mind, I'm thinking, that's no, I don't agree with that. Right. I'm on <laughs> but, the other side of the But face. I go. But now it's like, on the podcast... I'm not doing that. <laughs> nah, not at all. No more. Now, I did want to give out an announcement, man. I kind of, I felt good yesterday. All right. You know what I'm saying? The homie, uh, Jason and Richard of Republic and Company, um, their podcast, Two Shades of Grey Podcast, mm-hmm. has now come under the Roberts Media Group umbrella. Now, to yeah. me, that's big. I need to insert, what, what minute? Yeah, with a hand see? clap. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to introduce that. I need to give me a pen, but I think that oh, happened yeah. around the three-minute mark. Yes. But that's big. I don't think people understand, for me, how big it is because I've been doing podcasts for about four years. Roberts Media Group has been in existence for about three and a half of those four Mm -hmm. years. And we're working on, you know, creating the brand and recreating the brand for Roberts Media Group. So to bring in somebody like Republican Company Man and Jason and Richard, they are the face right now of like the Martin Trivia Games and everything. So for them to come under little old me, you know what I'm saying? And even when I reached out to him to to extend that hand saying, hey, we want you to come under, like, Mm -hmm. dude was ecstatic, bro. And I was like, you acting like, I ain't even, you got over... 30,000 followers on your shit. I was like, my shit ain't even reached a thousand. But that's what I be trying to tell people too because they look at the numbers on my social media and they be like, how do you have thousands of listeners or how do you have people listening here? I don't even focus on that shit, bro. Because clearly them numbers... We all know how many times you probably got people, you probably got like on Facebook and shit, you got like 1,500 people following yeah, you. Yeah. Then you post something, even some real good shit, and your best shit may only get 92 <laughs> likes. Right, likes. yeah, if I get to 100, I'm like, good. And it's, like, <laughs> and it's like, where are the other 750 or 800 people who are actually following me? So yeah. it doesn't really matter. You know, no, so many people no. focus on them numbers, and I'm like, it's so much shit out there and I know for me I'm lazy to where it's like if it's something I listen to a podcast I may not even rate that bitch mm-hmm. it don't mean I don't like it right. it's just like unless somebody's telling me what to do right. and you know I don't even think of it but I want to say uh, shout out to Jason and Richard man for coming aboard That's dope. we're That's gonna roll great. them out in February we trying to get King Naj man um, the Mind Over Matter podcast out of DC we're already vetting him I'll see him in New York this weekend so I already told him bro I was like I'm supposed to treat your ass like LeBron without the money <laughs> without the <laughs> money I'm gonna just talk a real good game you to know? you I can't pay you shit yeah, but no we're gonna so I wanted to also say I was talking to Dwayne before the podcast. Have you heard about what's going on in Libya? Yes, man. I I don't I can't I don't know enough to really just talk in detail, but I did want to personally just be like, I hope shit gets better. I mean, you can pray, but what is yeah. prayer gonna do? But it's like we've been going through this shit a long time. Long time. And I say we. I know I'm not from Libya, but it's like knowing the history mm-hmm. of black people and just slavery period. I know black people weren't the only ones enslaved, but it's like to see that it's kind of like damn. This shit's still going. You know, on? you know what's more difficult about it too, man, is is like when situations like that arise, or when you talk about situations uh, with the young lady. I can't remember her name exactly, but the the young lady that got all that time for killing that John. You know what I mean? So oh, like, Santonia. Uh, yeah. I forgot her name, last right. name, but Santonia. But, yeah. but situations like this that have, that have 
that have been taking place. Like these things didn't just happen. These things have been taking place, but oh, then yeah. when they're when they're put on the forefront of the news and the media, it's yeah. like, man, all this shit's happening behind the scenes and we don't even know about it. We got our own stuff that we deal with. But it's so much, I mean, this is the thing in, in doing, and the way we do it, bro, is jump in at any time. Yeah. But I, for me, when I saw the Santonia thing, I didn't know a whole lot about it, but I just know that she was 16. Yeah. And I know they said she had been pimped out by some dude named mm. Cutthroat. Cutthroat, yeah. right. And she went to go with one of the Johns. Mm-hmm. Something happened. I don't know if he tried to abuse her or whatever, but she killed him and got out. Yeah, she yeah. thought he was gone. I, I just personally him. don't feel like you should be trialed for 80 years. Two reasons, bro. You're 16. Honestly, think about how ignorant you were at 16. Yeah. And how stupid you were. And then the point of the matter is you've been pimped out at an early age. Clearly, your mama mama not there, your daddy not there, no brothers, no sister. You just want to get out of that. And just say at 16, if you've been getting pimped out, maybe tonight is the night that you're like, I don't want to do this shit no more. I'm tired. I'm doing it, yeah. So, I mean, but she felt her, her life was threatened. That's why and, she reacted. And, let, and let's flip the script because they were saying when well, she killed a man and she took his belongings and, right. stu- and she, his valuables and he left. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck if she did that? Still, her he mind is fucked too. up. You know? Somebody took something from her a long time ago because yes, of where she's at now. <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. So that's the thing. Bro. It's, but Libya, I just want to say my prayers are with you. Right. I don't know much about the situation. I've read up on it, but I'm not a political analyst or expert. Have so you for seen me, some of them pictures? Yes. It looks just like it was back, back whenever in the day. The day. Like a movie. Slavery, slavery. I was like, is this 12 years of slave? Nah, mm-hmm. it's I mean, early. They got them tied up, thrown in a room together, all bundled. Man, it's crazy. Bro. But the thing about it is, too, is like it let, when I see stuff like that for me personally, it, lets, like, it keeps me from complaining. Mm-hmm. Like no when question. I see that kind of shit, no it's question. like, even when yeah. you, I was telling somebody the other day, if you broke and all your bills are paid, you good. You good. You better than somebody else. You yeah. better than somebody else because yeah. some people don't even have the money to pay their motherfucking bills. Right. Yeah. I was watching a TV show the other day. Uh, well, I was actually watching. Uh, She's got to have it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you got to the part where she got the the dude uh, Overstreet bought the picture, mm-hmm. and he gave her ten k. But the wife found out about the the check and she cut that. it. So then she her her rent check bounced. So she came after old dude and it was like. I didn't have no money to even pay my rent. You helped me by doing this. Mm-hmm. I never want to be in a situation like that, bro. But a lot of times we end up complaining, and when we really look at our lives, it ain't that fucking bad. Right. And when uh-huh. it come when it come down to it, too, like you get comfortable with people coming in and saving you. Yeah. That becomes normal to you. So yeah. then when they don't, it's like yo, you know, what I'm saying it's like yeah. life blows up in your face, and like, yeah, I gotta do something different yeah. now. I got, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I know the other day I got a phone call from my homegirl, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, nothing, man." I was like, "Just smoked a little bit, sitting up playing NBA 2K." Smoke good, drink good. Yeah, I was like video having a little drink, just got finished eating, <laughs> and she was like, "You are so spoiled," and I was like, "I spoiled myself." Yeah, no question. You know what I'm saying? And then she was like, "You know, you have a pretty good life," and I was like, "Yeah." Well, I said, "I was just thinking that before you said that shit," mm-hmm. because I'm like, I have no kids. You know, it's things that I want, but like overall, like I have no drama. It's more peace in my life than it is anything else. At the end of the day, that's what we all want. So it's a little peace. Now you ought to know about this, bro. Like, well, first of all, you know what? We didn't like you said two episodes ago. <laughs> about to, I'm about to do that shit again. Two episodes ago, you brought in was it self care? Yeah, man. I yeah, think yeah. Lanisha probably touched on it a little she bit, did but she was so fucking bit. drunk. I don't she even was think, gone. She was gone, bro. Lanisha. I think she just <laughs> Lanisha Keys. She, she was gone. I think she breezed over it just a little bit, bro. <laughs> so tell me what you wanted to discuss with the self care thing and why well, that's so important to you. Okay, well, you know, I think the the reason why we started talking about it was the fact that. During the holidays, it's known and it's documented that people go through, you know, seasonal depression, mm-hmm. you know, and especially when the weather changes and everything like that. But then also on top of that, you have the holidays and the stresses that come along with that. Mm-hmm. 
So I thought it would be a good idea to bring in this thing that I got from work. It's, it's called a self-care assessment worksheet. And it's just really like some certain things that we can talk about, um, how to take care of, of different aspects of your, your existence. Like, for instance, physical self-care, spiritual self-care, of course, psychological self-care, workplace self-care, emotional self-care, like all of these areas. And there's certain things that you can do in order to regulate those areas. Especially so, with work, I think you got to take off days. No question. Mental health days. Bro. You need it. I was at you gotta work. got to unplug, man. About a month ago, I was at work and I was like, uh, how many days I got off? Like, how much vacation time? Because I knew I hadn't been taking no days. Right. We're working <laughs> my hard manager, this year. Yeah, my manager was like, you got like 80 plus hours. I was like, okay, so I want two days off after Thanksgiving, two days off after Christmas, two days off after New Year's, and two days before uh, Valentine's Day. And he was like, all right, you got it. So I'm like, because one of these days are the day. <laughs> so, so I'm like, you know, I need, you need that time, bro. So no I question. had people from work hit me up today. I was emailing my manager in Florida, and he was like, hey, we'll discuss this when you get back to work. He was like, don't don't email on y'all. No, I, was no, like, no. I, I was like, all right, man, I'm just trying to, I'm so used to working. I was like, I'm just trying to take care of it so it's not that bad when I come back. A late, and then a lady hit me up, and she was emailing me, and she's like, hey, did you email these clients? And I ain't going to even lie, bro, I just didn't even. I, I started emailing her, and then I was like, my motherfucking manager work, saying, man. do not fucking work. Yeah, Bitch, I'm not responding. You know, yeah. and the beautiful thing about that is your manager told you, hey, back yeah. off, you're not at work. When you get back to work, we'll talk, we'll talk about, about it. it. He's like, that's, don't worry about emailing. Really but you got you a good yeah, yeah, for real. Because some of you managers don't give a damn, and that's why I'm still there, bro. Like, it's been times where I want to leave. It's not a bad company, but it's just something I feel like is not challenging enough for me, and it's things that could be done better. I feel within the company, you know what I'm saying? Like any company, but the way they do work with me and the time I have, the flexibility I have, it's just best to stay there. Priceless. But it's funny that you talked about like the depression thing. I don't even know if I have this on her. I think I actually do. And it's funny you brought that up. I had a homeboy hit me up, and his car has been in the shop. And he's going through some financial troubles. So he hit me up. I'm not going to say his name, but I always love when he shares stories with me. And he just takes me out of the blue. And he's like, what do you do when you're burnt out, you know, with the podcast and what you're doing? And he was like, and you're battling depression. And, I, and before I even responded, I was like, damn, I'm glad he's reaching out to me. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, bro, it's been I've said it before. It's been so many times on the podcast that I want to quit. Bless you. But I thought it was coming. No, it wasn't coming. But it's been a lot of times where it's like I'm like I want to quit, and I told him I said what I do. I said when it's when I'm depressed, I was like I put myself around good people and people I know who care about me, people I know who want to be around me. You know what I'm saying? I was Energize. like, like yeah, lift you. exactly. And I was yeah. like I also go to the gym and work out because if you feel good, you look good, then you know it it, it helps the melatonin or whatever's in your brain, the mm -hmm. dopamine, whatever. But I just told him I said, but outside of that, I was like give yourself. It's to me, I feel like it's when you're depressed it's okay to give yourself a little window to be depressed mm -hmm. it's kind of like being sad sometimes you gotta well, you gotta you gotta stay in it yeah. not wallow in it but sometimes you gotta stay in it to get that feeling and understand why you got there or how right. you got there once you figure that out then you're able to go back and say hey let me try and do something to prevent this right yeah. but it's difficult bro it's been times like i could just be sitting up in the house and depression is there and i don't even know the shit there mm -hmm. and the reason i know it's there i'll look up and i'm like ain't no lights on I'm watching TV, but I ain't really watching TV. You just kind of there. Right. And it's like sometimes you got to shake it off, and I'll go in the bathroom, throw some water on my face, go walk around outside, or go run an errand. Because yeah. sometimes once you get out into the sunlight, you know, it changes your mood. Right. So I just think that shit is important, and I thought it was big of him to actually reach out to me. Because how many times is men, when we going through something, we need money? How many times, I don't know if y'all have done it, but say, for instance, you need a cable bill paid. It's one hundred and ten dollars. You wait to that motherfucker. You know you need it yeah, leading up yeah. to one hundred. Yeah. Do you know Friday is due, and you need it before Friday, but you wait until fucking Friday because you don't want to ask. 
You ain't doing nothing to change it because you don't know how to do nothing right. to change it. But you wait till the day after or the day of to say, hey, mama, hey, girlfriend, whatever. hey, whatever. Yeah. I need this because of this. It's an ego. Yeah, this, I mean, I think that we definitely deal with that probably more so than females. Um, it's just the way I, I think, I haven't done the research on this, but just our genetic makeup. And then, you know, if you, depending on who you are, you look at the divine order, you know, we as men have this responsibility to handle things. Yeah. Like even with, I'll give a perfect example. My wife today, I was at the I was at the job. I said I'm gonna be productive today. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna stay in my office. I ain't do nothing. Nine thirty, I get a phone call. Uh, the garage door ain't closing. I'm like, damn. Uh, okay, baby. Well, what do you mean? I was about to ask her a bunch of questions. I said, you know what? You go to work. Yeah. I'm gonna come home and take care of it. Yeah. Because that's what she expects me to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. You know, for certain individuals, that can be a stressful thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All yeah. that pressure. So you know I mean, now I'm gonna skip something and go right to the marriage part because I think honestly, marriage in this day and time. Is important mm-hmm. And it's important Because I feel like It's becoming extinct Yes Or people are trying To make it Become extinct Maybe people like me Because <laughs> I'm not saying That I'm I'm not saying That I'm against marriage I've always said that But it's like It's so fucking difficult To think about Getting married And the reason being And the reason I'm bringing this up Is because Reality uh, is <laughs> Tora Sense On Facebook She did a, a thing My homegirl Ashley Sent this to me And it was talking about I didn't marry for hey, love boogie. So when she was talking about I didn't marry for love, she she went into saying that she didn't marry for love and two purposes she feels like marriage is, is for is generational success and personal growth. You know, you build to make sure your kids are good mm-hmm. and your kids' kids are good and you build for personal growth. Not to be funny, we all know when we move in together, the bill's going half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More money in your pocket. Right. That's something that has even been offered to me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I done been with girls and they be like, hey, let's live together. But it's like, it's something about I feel like I'm giving something up. Mm-hmm. Like you are your space. Like you get, space. That's what I'm saying. Like being by myself, you can have a homegirl come through. You yeah. know, they can hang out. You can have your homeboys come through. They can hang. You can't really do that. You got to ask. Yeah, and they can leave. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, baby, you know, is it okay if um, <laughs> Dwayne and them come over tonight? <laughs> so, like, put your hand on you. Please say yes, yeah. right? That's what you're thinking to yourself. Please how say long yes. You, how long you been married, D? Oh, man. Six years, bro. Six years. <laughs> So when you got married, what was your what was your thought process when you did get married? Like, did you marry just for love, or was it, did you look at her and say, "This is something, buddy, I can build with"? She has the drive and all. Yeah, this. I, I felt like you know she was way more responsible than I was. Um, you know, she like mentally as far as um, as far as money, how to, she handling money. You know, me, I'm an impulse yeah. person. You know, uh, but it's good it, that you know that about yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was an impulse guy, and you know, I learned a lot from. Her. I loved her, man. I was like, man, you know, I'm gonna marry this girl, man. Now. But then, you know, when you get married, I mean, you know, you go through your ups and downs. You I mean, you know. Yes, I do. And so uh, you go through your ups and downs and your challenges, man, and things get crazy, man. You know, she get crazy sometimes, <laughs> you know, and uh, then the kids come and then that's, man. Ooh, that's, that's a whole nother layer right that's there. That's a whole nother lane right there. What keeps you married? Man, you know what? After all this time, man, you have some days where you just want to... Um, Get some, you know, you just wish you had, you know, just baby, get out. You know, you just want to get out, bye. Get out my face, you know. But at the end of the day, man, you look at it, you're like, man, what's more important, you know? And that's what she was saying on there, um, Tora Sense. She was saying that, <clears throat> she was like, if, if I'm mad at him, I just go into another room. She was like, sometimes I do want to be, you know, you don't, not necessarily be divorced, but you want your space. Yeah. Like we've talked before, you're not gonna love that person every day. Every day, someday you know. Sometimes you oh, hate yeah. this motherfucker. You ain't gonna want to be around yes. him. But you, it's something that you gotta look. That if you're building something, then you know it's bigger than you. Yeah. 
And that's what I think about that. That's key, man. Growing pains. That's key. And you're going to grow together. That's yeah. the thing. You know, and, and I look at it like this when I talk to people, especially women about marriage and, and just relationships, period. I'm like, sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable because you're not looking for somebody who's like you. You're mo- yeah. looking at it more of not a perfect match, but more like a puzzle piece. Yeah. So that means that person is going to probably be better in certain areas, like you said, with right. the spending uh, than you are. And then you're going to be better in certain areas than she is. It's a balance. It is a balance. and But in that balance, it's going to be a challenge right. because now we have to accept the fact that we might be inadequate about a certain area. That's the name of the podcast. In you know? that balance, there's going to be a challenge. I'm t- there's yeah. going to be a challenge. You know, we have to accept that. And for us, I think it's more difficult than it is for, say, the young Yeah, because you're like, man, you know, what? If I were, when I was single, man, I could take this right here, mm-hmm. this extra money right here. <laughs> oh, go on somewhere. Let me just tell you right now, real quick, real quick. Bro, if I didn't have a mortgage, man, I'd be caking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So being, but but know. this is the thing, man. Like, people always ask me, like, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? When do you do you want to have kids? It's not that I don't want to get married. It's not that I don't want to have kids. You just take Artesia, bro. Mm-hmm. She's good. Yeah, she's no, fine. No Artesia. You know, she financially she good. You know, I ain't got to take care of her. A one. But it's like, I still be like, bro. I just can't give it all up for that. And then as a guy, it, and it's so funny because it's like we're not complex. We're some of us, a majority of us are educated. We're smart. Right. You know, we have ambitions, but it's that little thing called pussy, bro. I'm telling you, the power of P U S S Y. Because I told somebody the other day, you, every guy he had personally, I feel like every guy has that thing to where when you start thinking about getting married, even if you love that person, the thought of your mind in your mind comes of this is the only person for the rest of my the life. The first thought comes there. That's the first thought. Yeah. Like, no matter the last no how, no matter how distinguished or ratchet you are mm-hmm. as a man, you think this is my this only is one? piece of pussy. Ever. If you if you the ratchet hood nigga, you thinking this is my only birdhead bitch I'm about to be with for the rest of my for life. Real. If you a distinguished motherfucker in corporate America, you thinking I can't get no more of this high class pussy no exactly. more. I can't pay for this. Shit. I can't pay for this shit no more. You know, like that's what niggas think. Well, I mean, you paying for it. Well, some true. Kind of way. In a you different bet, kind of way, you, you, you ain't lying. That is true. You ain't lying. It's a heavy price because you paying more than money. Oh yeah, you know what I'm you, saying you paying, more you than paying with your time, time you paying with your effort, commitment, your energy, commitment. I mean, all these things, and it's important in a, in, a, in a healthy relationship to have those things. But you know, when you get in a relationship, and not to put a negative spin on it, but you sacrifice a lot. Well, that's what she was saying too. She was saying that people who marry for love usually don't mind filing divorce because they lost that feeling after marriage. It fell. Like, say, for instance, like, if you're in love with somebody, you married them because of the way they made you feel. Right. The way they looked, the way sex was, maybe. Mm. And then you get with it's them dangerous. and shit goes bad. It's, it's easy for you to find a boy. no more. Yeah. So they want to leave. But people who married to build, she was saying, love is an action. So it's right. what you're building together, it's what you're doing, it's those things that you are leaving behind to where, you know, if you get into an argument or somebody cheats, you're going to be like, we got a company together. Yeah. We got to keep this company going Because you could bring somebody else in And we got a Fortune 500 company mm-hmm. Or we building something And the ratchet bitch you bringing in Can fuck all that shit up Lucius and cookie, half. baby Lucius and cookie You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it So it's like We're going to break up because of sex Right You know what I'm saying? And, but and if I could You know if, if I could channel my grandmother right quick <laughs> uh, Wait, wait, what's her name? Uh, Clemmy <laughs> uh, Clemmy uh, she, she, She's a very, very biblical religious person And, and she always said You know what, baby? God, you always talking about these people, these children out here always talking about to, um, they're not happy no more and they're getting through. You know, I was married to your grandfather for 55 years before he closed his eyes. Double nickel. 
And I said, Grandma, how did you do it? She said, baby, God didn't promise us happiness. He promised us joy. Mm. Now, where did joy come from, though? You know, and I was, you know, and I said, Grandma, you know, how did you, she said, I knew sometimes, you know, with your grandfather, he did some things. I knew when it happened. Yeah. I knew why it happened. You know, she said, I had to go get him out of jail. No, they I just kept it he, quiet back in the day, though. Yeah, it, was it wasn't quiet. about that. It wasn't about. It, it wasn't about. It that. wasn't about. They kept it quiet. We yeah, talked about then. that before. They kept it quiet. Side chicks kept, kept it quiet. quiet. Stay Everybody in your kept lane. it quiet. Yeah, they kept it cordial. But you side chick passed by. Good morning. Yeah. And you don't even fucking know. You don't even know. That's some cold shit. It's cold blooded. It's different. 1940 side. Oh, yeah. But 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 today they gonna have you on camera. They gonna roll up. Why you making Facebook Facebook list with your name on it and shit? Oh yeah. They got that shit. I was I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but they I forgot. Is this your man on Facebook? Where it's like the side chicks are putting the pictures and the names and the text messages of other people's all of that. And then women are coming in finding that shit and Basically, it's like how it's like the it's kind of like slavery, like white people. It's like the oppressor <laughs> is the savior. Yeah. Like this is the motherfucker fucking up your relationship, but also helping you yeah. figure this shit yeah. out. Yeah, what's really going on? How dumb do you have to be as the woman who's being who's finding out about your man through a website from a side bitch, and you working hand in hand with this side bitch to get this nigga? There's no order. <sighs> Ain't man, no codes, bro. I wasn't know? prepared to talk about the, that. Yeah, the the codes have been. Been popped off. I don't know what to happen. The you codes know. ain't the same, bro. They're not. The codes are not the same. There's no question. So I was talking to him before you walked in, bro, about cheating. Y'all both are married. Yeah. <laughs> I've been cheated on before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we've talked about, we were talking about as men, like how men don't really have the same stand power as women. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why can't we get cheated on and actually stay? Now, I'm going to tell you like this. When I got cheated on, I thought before then, I thought... I would never be with a woman again who cheated on me. Like, I would never fuck with them, talk to them, or nothing. But years later, after I was continuing to talk with the girl who cheated on me, and I saw that she had changed and made a mistake just like I had made many, I was like, I could do this again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then there's been times where I'm like, in a relationship, you get jealous if your girl's talking a certain way to a particular guy. Mm-hmm. But it's like, could you really take your wife being penetrated or... Or, or, uh, you playing the fucked up picture, bro? Or Casanova? Yeah, man. Or Casanova by another guy, man. Okay, let and me you just come back. Let me let me just say this. I, I, I truly believe that, like now, the way I am right now, that um, you know, I'm old enough to understand that if that happens, there's reasons why that happens. So, and and just me being the type of person I like to know and understand and grow and develop, I want to know, you know, was it something that I caused? Yeah. That you know, was it something that I caused, or was it something that you wanted to do? Yeah. Now, now, whether that conversation is going to be honest or not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm in that situation, I'm gonna probably not be 100 yeah. percent open with it because I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings yeah. or nothing like that. And I might not even know. I might have just, you know, had a fleeting emotion. And I just wanted to stab some, and I just did that shit, and she found out about it. But if that happened to me personally, I would want to know what it is about. You know, me and my actions that kind of caused you to to go that way. If it was that, if it wasn't that, yeah. then you know, then uh, you know. I so he's he more of a subtle calm cat. You yeah. know? <laughs> so let me give a different side of the spectrum. Uh, Louisiana, <laughs> yeah, Louisiana version. Um, you know, I mean, if she go out there, man. You know, where I'm from, you know, cats crazy, man. And um, you know, in this world today, cats are crazy, man. You watch the news every day, and you see bodies being found every day. For real. I will not give that a woman that much energy, though. 
<laughs> meaning if she cheats on me, like I'm not, I, I'm not gonna put my hands on you. You gotta get out. Like when I found out about, go. when I found out about mine cheating on me at the time I did, I asked her to leave. She told me she wasn't gonna leave. The look I gave her and the stance I gave her, she got up and got out. Go. But it's like, far as like nigga, like niggas going crazy yeah. and beating them up, or nah, I ain't doing that, bro. Right. Yeah. But then, well, like you said, I gotta look at it and see what did I, what yeah. was I possibly not bringing to the table. Right. That's the first thing. And like you said, at this age, that's how I would at think. At this age, yeah. and twenty something, yeah, no. yeah, and twenty something, <laughs> you're thinking, yeah, I'm talking yeah, shit. What are you doing, yeah, man? He you know? man, he done, man, my girl just giving the pussy. And you might not, you might, and you, and you envision that too. Oh yeah, so you, you, we visual. You be like, her mouth was open. This nigga dick was open. Don't let me know who it is. Doing what I'm doing. What's his dick game like? Is he better than me? Yo, listen. This this is this is a violation, though, and I think this is what hurts us more than anything else. It can't be nobody that I know, man. It just cannot (laughs) be anybody that I know. Right. So it can't be nobody that you know. No, it can't be, man. Man. What if it's somebody that you know, but y'all ain't cool no more, bro? It can't be anybody that I know, man. Whether you cool with them or not. Whether I'm cool with them or not. Because uh, there's going to be too many questions if I know the individual. Right. There's too many questions. Because maybe this motherfucker did this to get back at me for something. All that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I was I doing mean, it behind my back. Exactly. I, I was talking to this all nigga. Y'all stuff, was doing man. this? All was she hitting this nigga then getting her some rest and yeah. coming on and hitting me? You know? And see, that's what happened with me, bro. That's how I knew. Now, see, the guy, the guy was... Now, see, when I got cheated on, it wasn't physical. It was emotional. But I felt like had he been in the same state, it would have been physical. It was a guy that she met, and they, it was they were long distance. Mm. But the, it was the same thing, like you said, when she tells you one thing and doing another. Like, I, when I found the phone bill, it was like when she was telling me she was going to bed on these certain nights. You know, the phone bill used to break that shit down mm-hmm. by day and time. All right. So when I saw that motherfucker, I was like, Tuesday, you know, 11 o'clock. <laughs> she, said she, still up? she said she was getting off the phone because she was going to sleep. Phone so show, with show, that show a phone call. At, we got off the phone at 11 and show a phone call at 11.07 to Tampa, Florida. And she talked to this nigga to 3.30 in the morning? Ooh-wee. And then you called me at 6 before I went to work? Foundation. You know, Bitch, you cold. Man, and, and the thing she is, man, blooded. you know, I got cheated on, man. And she said, you know, um, me and you been together for so long. And, um, you know, me and him just, you know, he was giving me something that you didn't get. And I told her straight up, I said, um... He don't, you crazy motherfucker. He don't know how crazy you can get. He getting the best of you. He exactly. only seeing you at work. Yes. He don't get the attitude. Not he don't that. get the, the real. Hell, I've been with your ass when you ain't had no job. You ain't have nothing. I don't think none of, I don't think none of us. This nigga think bought you Chinese that. food and you, and and you, you spread right. eagle. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's something you, you open but, off but, that. See, but that's oh. how dangerous it is when you get to a point because I feel like everything, I feel like you can fight through things mm-hmm. and make relationships work. But I do feel like in a lifetime, I feel like everything got an expiration date. That's why it's kind of so hard to look. Like, I could marry Arteezy, and then it'd be like, five years later, I may want something else, bro. Mm-hmm. And might not even want something else long term. You just exactly. want you just want, And on that's that the important part. Yeah. You don't want something else long term. Nah. You just want to step out and smash just a little. Long term, so let your nuts hang a little bit. You know, temporary. But it's yeah, okay. Yeah. So then that poses the question: <laughs> Can you be in a relationship or a marriage that allows you to do that? Heck yeah! Now, most happy there's there's like that. That. So what if it allows you to do? Are you allowing her to do that as well? Well, you have. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna be mature about it, if you would say, you know, because that's the setup. You're right. Yeah. You know, if you're yeah. gonna say, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I, I want to be in this kind of relationship. Yeah. That's it goes both ways. Okay, it goes both guys, ways. Guys, it has to. I, I, listen, man. I work with this guy, bro. Black guy, cool. Wife is from London. Bad. She white. 
Oh, you know, no, she's black. She bad. I like the accents. Man. And yeah, um, she that. said, um, he said, hey, God, he's at work crying. I said, what's wrong with you? A grown man, what's going on with you? Man, my wife, man, she got me into this swinging thing, bro. And, um, you know, it was cool at first. You know, she go with the dude. I don't see nothing. Mm -hmm. Then I go with the chick. She don't see nothing. He said, now I'm coming home to it. Ain't no chick there. It's just her and another dude. Mm. And I'm like, what? He said, yeah, man, I will be in the living room watching TV. And I hear the dude in our bedroom banging out. Yeah, that's said, extra. Man. That can't happen. That, can, no, that can't. We can't happen. And I, said, I, ain't, I can't see or hear so much. I, I just rather cheat. I just rather cheat. <laughs> I just rather cheat and be be good at it. You know, like I just don't. <laughs> no, but I, this this I just is rather cheat. Man. But there's I'm a not. certain like just say I'm just I don't know this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's a certain peace of mind that comes with. Like say a situation where we have open relationship, yeah. But but there still has to be ground rules. Like I'm not the type of dude who wants to see my shit get banged nah, out by anybody. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. Right. But some some dudes is into and that. Get your, and, and get your walk together before you get back. If it's yeah. a nigga that knocks some shit out of place, at least respect me enough yeah, to get your walk together. Yeah, don't come in stumbling, nah, stumbling. And don't I need talk you, about. Yeah. It. And don't come in acting like you just <laughs> jumped off a plane and floated down there. <laughs> just come in and be like, oh, today right. at work was just. Mm -hmm. uh, even mm -hmm. though the pussy probably like. Mm, do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. Pussy telling a different story. You you go in the bathroom, take a shower, enjoy that shit again in the shower and you get your ass to the bed and I don't want to hear nothing about it and don't call me that nigga name but I, you know I wonder and I was watching that that, that show that uh, she's got to have it and yeah. old dude what's old dude's name the professional bro uh, the oh uh, Jamie Overstreet okay yeah yeah so when she was on the phone it's like the first episode when she was on the phone with her with Mars I and, love that you know, yeah but she was on the phone with him and, and old boy sitting there like as a man you can't help it you can't help yeah. like, yo, fuck is that nigga? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what y'all talking about? Over for him, didn't yeah. She? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She she picked up the phone a couple of times. See, I'm like, you know, because you watch these shows, and be like, that wouldn't be happening. Hell yeah. yeah, I done hung up. <laughs> oh, there's another nigga calling. All right, I'm gonna catch you later. Yeah, yeah. But, but the smooth thing about it too is, bro, all of them know about each other. Yeah. yeah. But see, I've been in situations like that. Mm. Like I've had a a, 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 a rotation. You know what I'm saying? The whole so, so you got them doing everything. You got it in line. You know what you need, mm -hmm. and you rotate them in on these days, and they do their job, and then they go about their merry way. Keep it moving. It's a perfect business. I've been in that situation before and I got married. Now I didn't tell all of them about one another, but if somebody else asked me, I definitely did. So, mm -hmm. but a rotation can be good. I think everybody should go through a process of having at least three to five girls on your roster or three to five men. Well, yeah, because there's benefits to it. You know it what I mean? Is, because very much so. I guess my thing is, and not everybody sees things the way I see it when it comes to this, but, um, you know, I, I do believe in soulmates, like, to a point. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, I believe that everybody has something good to offer. And I can't expect one woman mm -hmm. to do provide everything. me everything. That I desire Like that's a lot of Responsibility lot for of one responsibility, person bro. Just like it is for me You know yeah. what I'm saying When it comes to her So that's just my opinion So what about the expectations From the other side But the You know the woman Has the expectation for you I mean I see a lot of girls At work you know They, they know a couple of verses In the Bible And they go crazy You know mm -hmm. um, You know I'm, I'm waiting on my boy ass yeah. right? I said oh you waiting on your boy ass huh? She mm -hmm. said yeah I'm waiting on my boy yeah. ass okay. I said yeah I said but why did he Even pursue Ruth Do you even know Right it don't matter. He oh, took care of her. I said, well, he pursued Ruth because of her work ethic. He what saw her working doing? in the fields. He saw her tending to people and caring for people. And he said, look, if she can work that hard in the field, man, imagine how hard she worked as my wife. Mm -hmm. And he married and gave her all his riches. And, and people and, don't understand tending and caring for a man is so big. It's important. I, I, I mean, I was at a restaurant today downtown, man, and I grabbed me something to eat. And 
the lady came and I think she was like Polynesian. It was at uh this little Chinese Zena's restaurant. And I was down there and like she was like, Hey, you you done? And I was like, Yeah, I'm done. And she handed me my stuff to, you know, do my food. And I kind of stared for a minute because I was like, How the fuck I'm gonna pour this in here without wasting it? And she looked at me and she's like, Hey, I'll do it for you. So I, I was like, You sure? So I handed it to her. So she grabbed my plate, you know, she cleaned off the thing, put it in there, made sure it was all nice and neat. You know, presentation was dope, put it together, wrapped it up in the bag. I was with my homegirl. And I looked at her and I said, this is the kind of shit that'll make me just try to holler at her. For just real? for her catering and making sure that it was done right. She saw that I was kind of confused on what I was doing or just not really paying attention. Mm -hmm. And she took care of it. And then even throughout the whole part of it, her good, to be a good server, that shit, the servitude bone has to be inside of mm -hmm. you. Yeah, it has to be. So for even her being a bartender, being that server, and like, that'd be funny, one to 10, if we talking about looks, she may have been like a six. Mm. But it's like, she looked like a 10 because of the way she was catering. The extra mm. stuff. It's not about looks. Her smile. The extra stuff. You know, her checking in every time, making yeah. sure I'm good. Like, that's one of them things where it's like, that's like if you come in from work. And same thing, the women who are listening, when I say this story, when I tell this story, think of it from the perspective of a, your side too. So that's like a man coming in, if I come in, no kids, I come in and it's like a girl is already in the kitchen cooking or is already food done. Mm -hmm. And I come in, I sit down, I take my shoes off, she picks them up, puts them wherever they go. And this is not something you do all the time, right. but it's good. It's kind of like stroking the ego every now and then. Mm -hmm. You sit down, you take the shoes, you put them in the, uh, you know, in the closet. You ask me if I'm hungry. You get me something to eat while the food is still warm. Mm -hmm. You turn the game on. You make sure the game is on when I get here or whatever mm -hmm. like that. And you serve me that way. It's kind of like anal sex. You don't do it every day, but for every special occasions, but every now and then. Right. So yeah. that motherfucker feels like, man, I, you know what? This felt so good. I may stick around a little while longer. That's what a good blowjob make a nigga do. For real. I want to stick around just a little while longer. I got to get that a little bit more. It's worth it. Yeah, I can't just, I can't yeah. just ghost her right now. I got to get this a few more times. It's worth so it. So it's one of them things where it's like good treatment of any kind is going to take you a long fucking way. So why way. don't you think, and I'm talking about our culture of women, why, don't you, why do you think that's a problem for them? Most of them, they feel that way. I'm not doing all that. I don't take all that. Well, I think, I but, that's, but that's why I said, and I wish one was here tonight, but that's why I said it's it, do it every now and again. Because this day and time, it is kind of hard for the everyday woman today to do that every goddamn day. She would have to be a house mother right. or a house mom or a housewife to her not to be funny. We're taking care of her. Mm -hmm. We're taking care of all the bills. And a lot of women, they'll tell you that if you ask them, why don't y'all do this today? First thing they're going to say is you're going to take care of everything and I can right. be a stay-at-home mom. And you know what? I made that mistake one time with my wife. I told her, I said, um, <clears throat> I said, uh, baby, yeah, I mean, this is how my grandmother was. And I said, my grandmother would get up. My mom would work graveyard. My grandmother would we would live with her and go to school. She, she'd get up. She'd wash all the clothes. She'd iron all the clothes. Uh, she'd cook breakfast and lunch at the same time, yeah. summertime. Yeah. Cook lunch at the same time, put the lunch in the refrigerator to heat up later. She'd get off work, cook dinner. She'd work a whole eight hours. She'd come in and cook dinner and cook for everybody, dinner. bro. Yeah. And my grandfather would come home. She'd ask him, babe, let me fix your plate. She's been at work all day. Yeah. Let me fix your plate. She go put his shoes up, like you said. But you know the fucked up thing about it? Some woman out there was still saying the nigga still cheated. Man. Oh, no question. Oh, I, I saw mean, something like that the other day. Still. And I not to be funny, like and not to be funny to a point, motherfucker did. Yeah. So it's like we served you still, so nigga, and you still <laughs> did. But, but see, but the and thing some is, some of us would still fucking do that's it. What, but it doesn't, and that's the thing. It's not really about that because, and and I don't want to, I don't want to extinguish the fire and women for that who really want relationships and want to be married and stuff yeah. like that but they need to understand that those actions although we really appreciate them 
there's really nothing I could tell you to do that's going to keep a man from even Having wandering or mentally. Yeah. That's just something that we're going to do. I, told, I mean, I told my we're all numbered. Day, bro. When I was at the bar, <laughs> I said, every man, I don't give a fuck what man it is. Maybe, you know what, maybe not. But at some point, I know for me, every time I walk in a room, I scan that room, and every woman I see, I know within .5 seconds what I would allow her to mm-hmm. do to me or me to do to her. Right. I'd fuck, head, nice ass, tits, nice long neck. Yeah, what's she working hmm. with? What she's doing. Uh, she got a long neck. Oh, uh, she got nice lips, good dick sucking lick, long hair. Uh, the way somebody girl got a well, bob hand, she got a nice neck, jawbone, everything. You think about all this shit, bro. <laughs> jawbone. Yeah, just I'm t- structure. Yeah, just the structure of that motherfucker. How you no think about doubt. getting your dick sucked? No doubt. And that, I mean, that's for me. So it's like there's nothing that you can do to really stop a man from thinking about or wanting another woman if he wanna. Exactly. And if he wanna bad enough and it's hard enough times in that relationship, he gonna go seek her. Or even if there's not hard times in a relationship, if he there's an opportunity. You know, we're opportunists sometimes. That's why corporate America's a bitch, bro. Working with people like oh, that eight to ten hours man. a day, being a cutthroat. That's, that's, that's why I had to get out of there, bro. Cutthroat, bro. I had to get out of there. I had to get out of there. I remember the last job I had a couple years back when I was working at corporate America, and I like that was one of them times where I was fucking this married chick, and I'm talking about on lunch. I'm in that throat. Yeah, I didn't care. You, oh, we, you taking lunch with me today? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go. I remember even meeting her like in the company parking lot a couple of times because we both lived on opposite sides of Dallas. And I was like, let's meet at the job. Smash in the parking lot. <laughs> she come out in a little lingerie out of her car, walk into my car, going to work. It's exciting. Wow. It's, it's that, exciting. And that's the thing about just cheating and doing random shit like that. Like when, when I was sleeping with the married woman, like I knew this shit was wrong. I knew it was wrong. And she it did felt, too. But bro, it felt so fucking good. Yeah. It felt so goddamn good. That's so good you, They're so appreciative Yeah Cause the things That they not getting at home Or done died out They getting them with you And it's like new for them Yo know, that's the That's the thing I was talking to one of my guys Today about which I'm, Cause I'm trying to figure it out I don't have all the answers But I really believe That it's something about That status You know what I'm saying Like yeah. I, I compared it to A lion in the jungle And a lion in the zoo You know what I'm saying A lion's A lion is wired to hunt You know what I'm saying So when you put a lion In the zoo And you feeding them it it does something. It just it just you change the status and it takes something away from the natural instincts of a lion. Yeah. Um, but but at the end of the day, that lion is still gonna have those instincts to hunt. You know what I mean? Like we we still gonna hunt. And and to me, like it's fun, fun. You know, in quotations, it's fun to be in chase mode. Like that shit never gets old because you don't know what to expect. And some of the text messages, <laughs> like, and this is the thing about texting. Texting is sexy in itself, bro. If texting is handled the right way. That shit could be sexy, bro. Like you fuck around and hit his, his, his whole voice changes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sexy, man. It's Barry White. Quiet storm up in this. Just think though, bro. You get like you send a girl that text message like, "What time is it now?" Like, mm, it's like six fifty three, mm. but it's dark. You know, it's it's one yeah. time. So you hit a girl and you like, "Hey, how you doing tonight? I hope you had a good day." It's like, "Oh yeah, my day was good. How was yours?" You say, "Mine was good." Y'all been already talking before. Next thing you know, it's kind of like, what you doing? <laughs> then that what you doing turns in. And if you're not even that far away, it's one of them things where it's like, shit, I'm watching TV. And I know, I done had homegirls, we'd be like, well, shit, I just finished cooking. You want me to bring you something? It's like, yeah, sure, sure bring Come that shit on, on over here. here and the fact that you are allowing her in your space, they willing to do whatever if you treat them right, mm-hmm. bro. All these niggas out here acting crazy much, and talking shit, and the niggas is running up on girls saying, hey, 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 and when yeah. they don't want to talk to you, you call them a bitch. Bro, be nice. Mm-hmm. 
That gets you a long way That being nice Gets you a long way With a lot of people And that's so cliche mm-hmm. But bro I get so much opportunity At pussy Just from being nice Just from being And not And, and girls not. don't give a shit That I got a girlfriend Nah that don't matter It doesn't matter Because they forget about that They, they just worry about How you treating them They don't give And they you want what, what they want Right there And they don't want it From somebody else They want it from you Because they see you doing it mm-hmm. They appreciate you At that moment Bro Yeah I know so let me, let me ask you this Being a good guy get, it gets you, it, Being a good guy Gets you more pussy let, let me ask you this though there, there was a conversation Man that I had uh, With a group of ladies um, It didn't all, It didn't go well um, <clears throat> Because they it was, it was a lot of Black women And They were talking about Interracial relationships mm-hmm. And what's the difference Between White women And Black women Yeah and a lot of white and a lot of the black girls was like, um, you know, men run over them. You know, that's why they're so loyal. Um, <laughs> that's not correct. You know, right. <laughs> and you know, it's like, you know, and I, and I had the conversation with them, and I told them, I said, listen, you know, there's a difference. Um, you know, when it comes to loyalty, sometimes that could be it. Uh, when it comes to sex, sex drive, what they're willing to do mm-hmm. in the bedroom. That's the situation, um, you know. And well, I'm not doing everything for no man. I said that's probably why. You know, and then they read a statistic. You, should, you shouldn't just have to do everything just all the time. Yeah, and, I do, and, I, and I do think, yeah, sometimes, and be willing to at least try. And also, I think some women, if you know, I'm always trying to play devil's advocate and be the woman, but it's like being a woman, you could also be like, well, I need a nigga who's worth being submissive to. Yeah. Is he paying bills? Is he being on time? Is he being honest? Is he able to take care of me? Is he a, supp- a supporter, a supplier, a comforter? So, if, and there's a lot of guys that ain't shit asking for mm-hmm. these type of duties mm-hmm. to be done. Now, mm-hmm. in that case, I'm with the woman. Don't do that shit for him. Well, see, well, and I hear you, but I guess my opinion about that is, and I know it's easier said than done, but if you're dealing with an ain't shit nigga, which is what sounds like you just described, why are you even spending time with that motherfucker? That's when you got to hold yourself accountable. You got to. You know, because if, if this is what you want to do, or if you feel like if you say this out your mouth, well, if he was doing A, B, C, D, and F, then I'd be submissive and I do all of these things. If he's not doing those things, why are you giving why him you your still time? There? That's my question. You know, and I know it's it's an easy question to ask, it's a harder one to answer, but you got to ask yourself. You got to do some self reflection, and I think and, and matter of fact, um, comes. You know? <laughs> um, uh, so <laughs> if you don't like this nigga, if you don't want to be with him, right. then why are you still fucking with him? Mm. Um, mm. And it's a lot of pressure Those man. Are the it's, it's a lot of pressure to um, I was telling my homegirl today I said it's a lot of pressure Being a black man I know several times From homegirls They've talked to me And they be like Don't ever marry a white woman Don't ever be with a white woman And when I say why It's because they feel like You're a pro-black man You are a man mm-hmm. Like well, you know We do the backpacks And haircuts And we mm-hmm. do You know toys for tots yeah. And we do all this stuff To try to work And help the community And I try my best To be good to other people So it's kind of like Excuse me The way they feel It's a few black men Out here Good black men you can't cross over to the other side. Yeah. One of my one of my homegirls just said right here. She said the reason they stay is because of the meat. The reason who stay? Women stay with their own. They do is because of the meat. The dick. <laughs> that's why white women are just no, women. Right here. Here. That's what she just said. Right. I here. mean, that's kind of yeah. true. If you put the dick down right, they follow. I mean, well, no question. Niggas stay around for head too, though. No question. Exactly. It's, it's, it goes both ways. We literally stick around. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you like this. If you give give me a good blowjob and yeah, you know yeah. how to polish that motherfucker right. real good. I'm around for a while. Yeah, you ain't got to. You ain't when got I was to worry a kid, I didn't leaving. understand what Biggie said. If the head right, bigger every night. Hey, I didn't night. understand that. 
I literally but prefer. But when he became a man, yeah, right. yeah. He said, "Yeah, this is what it is." And I put away childish things. Childish. You look at you put up with all kind of shit when they got the good head. Yeah, you put up with all kind of shit. I mean, you, you, bro. It was a girl. I got some head from this chick. Like she always talked like an hour. Before she actually sucked my dick It's like we've been texting We've been talking We've been talking a week Leading up to Friday For you to come over here And blow this motherfucker off <laughs> Then when you get in the door You Blake give me a hug You smelling off. good You look good And then it's like You come sit on the couch And you want to talk about The week for an hour Bitch we've been talking all week Yeah, yeah. Like I need get you to, to get it. To the business at hand Yeah do what you do best When I'm waiting on When we've been talking about blowjobs I need that to be happening Within the first 30 minutes Of us being together mm-hmm. we, can get, we can get to the rest Of the shit later Yo I, back in the day Look quick story I had a chick like that, man, and I mean, it, I think it was something that she she enjoyed because it was like I don't know if it was just a rush aspect of it. So we'd have all this time to to do what we need to do, but for the last forty five minutes, that's when she wanted to do something. We've been kicking it for three hours yeah. now. Last forty five minutes, you want to rush it, and by that time, your dick thing got on hard, on soft, <laughs> yeah, on oh yeah, back and forth, back and forth, pre cummed everywhere. It's like you feel your dick. Why just, your underwear your, is wet? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say your dick just stewing in your own fluid. <laughs> Cause they wanna play around Bro that's the worst Motherfucking shit I hate that shit I hate that And you know what I really hate (laughs) Nut stoop Yeah I I hate hate that shit bro And it's like While it's happening A lot of times They'll be touching your dick And they know you're on hard And they still don't Initiate the shit And it's like and then as a guy If you ain't really used To that girl Or you ain't in a relationship You don't wanna come off Like that's all you want And be like yeah. Hey well you know Can play the game Yeah, yeah. Don't play the game man don't You start rubbing it. on the nigga dick And you feel it Go on yeah. and start Taking care of business For the, man. For the ladies I yeah. hope you're listening to that Got to man You can't play around that's Don't play that, with that That's rape bro <laughs> <laughs> That's premeditated rape Anthony, bro. That's kinda harsh man Yeah that's premeditated oh, rape man He said premeditated rape A lot of A lot of men Are being raped And done wrong bro by women yeah. Psychological rape But we cannot do nothing to them No We'll joke if we report some shit like that For real yeah, what's, what's your, What did David Chappelle um, say You just gotta take that She out. grabbed my dick and I'm Oh, oh <laughs> she did yeah, You really? sissy bastard Hold on let me write this down You gonna be lucky Yeah You gonna be lucky So I was talking to y'all about Amanda Hess man They was talking about digital blackface And she brought up some um, Topics about white people Using gifts and memes With black people in them To express Like their outrage Or their emotions And she, they weren't telling like white people to not use these types of gifts or memes, but it was like just being knowledgeable and aware yeah. of what you're using when you're using it. Because it's like so many white people don't like black people. They don't like the things we do, but they use our language like yes, bitch, and shade. And they use everything to express themselves black, but nobody wants to be black. Mm-mm. Yep, They want the culture, but they don't want you. But yeah. it's a funny thing about it too, man. I always think about being black and I always think about what I change like what I want to be another race outside of being black and it's like bro I wouldn't no I'm good yep. I wouldn't even with everything that even we with deal everything with. is against yeah. us yeah. and it's so funny because literally we accept everybody I was talking to one of my Hispanic homegirls and we were talking about like interracial dating and she was like I don't like to see black men with white women that's what and I was I, just saying and I was like you're Hispanic though <laughs> and she was like but we come from the same struggle mm-hmm. to an extent and she was like I don't like to see black men with white women and she was like, you know, a Hispanic woman, yes, so on and so forth. I said, but you know, it's funny that you say that because black woman to put y'all ass in the same category as a white as woman. As a white woman. Yep. If you a straight-haired, light-skinned bitch, mm-hmm. we putting you in, a, you, you in a white category. For Anything real. that ain't actually fucking black, they going to put you in that category. You know what? The statistic I was going to tell you about, it said 63% of all black marriages end in divorce. That's a high number. 63? Interracial, 10%. Black man, white woman. And I just asked them at work, hey, y'all reading that, 
But what does that say? What's the difference? Can y'all tell me, bro? Well, first thing a lot of people gonna say is, oh, white women can be ran over. Y'all can control them, so on and so forth. White women got bite, too. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Oh, no question. I've That's Tiger Woods. A lot of white women. They got bite, <laughs> and they Tiger got Woods. backbone, and yeah. they don't want to be pushed around either. <clears throat> and it's, I think it's sometimes we, just like we talk about white people judging Black people off television I think we do the same thing Meaning You got a lot of black women That'll be like Oh you can just run over A white woman Because that's what They show on television mm-hmm. But I guarantee you Talk to a black dude You can't. You ain't running over White bitches like that, Like nah. you think They doing on TV You not nope. That privilege kicks in Mm-hmm. And it doesn't oh, yeah. give a fuck if you For white real. on white or black and uh, or Hispanic. When a white woman's privilege kicks in, that's Ball the game. strongest fucking power you can have. It is white privilege for a white woman makes bl- white men bow fucking down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no question, no question. So I don't know what these people are talking about. And I, like I said, unless you know, like that's like going to a black woman and saying, "Have you seen this happen?" Do you know a homegirl mm-hmm. is getting ran over by a black man? Right. <laughs> or is this just what you see on TV and what movies have been telling? Or what us? you believe? Right. You know. But uh, you know, I think that I think that when you when you look at relationships and you know, I think everything's different, but it's all cultural too. Because I know, um, you know, from just having conversations with white women in like college and stuff like that, you know, they're they're taught they're taught to you know, find your husband. When you get to college, you need to be looking for a husband. Who? White women? White women, but yeah. they also talk to get that shit out, too. No question. Fuck. But, I mean, but, but I'm saying their minds, their bodies are yeah. doing one thing, but their minds are saying, okay, which one of these motherfuckers is going to be able to, you know, sustain me a lifestyle when I get out of this motherfucker? Yeah. Like, they, they, they are... They are prepped for that. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. And I think that um, when they're in the situation, say with a black dude, I think that what, what the what the what the black women would call running over, yeah. the white women don't find this trivial. You no. know what I mean? Like I'm not checking your phone. I'm not. If if, if you out there doing certain things, they understand. Okay, well that's what he's doing. But if he come home and these bills is paid and I can go get you know whatever whatever, yeah. then I'm okay with that. And Whereas fucked, a black yeah. woman like oh, you better not do that. But you know it's fucked up too because they'll have a lot of videos on social media where black women are on these videos complaining about what black men do. Uh-huh. And what they wouldn't do for a black man, mm-hmm. and you have a lot of white women coming on to these posts saying, "What's the problem?" Exactly. And it's, it's boy, just a when I say black women jump on yeah. them, Crazy. but it's like white women literally come on and be like, "Well, if he didn't want to do it at that time, can he do it later? Or if he didn't want to do whatever, can he do it?" What's the issue? And it's like they're willing to compromise off top instead of being combative, as opposed to like that happy wife, happy life bullshit. I right. hate that. Yeah, no motherfucker yeah. happy us Right Yeah no question happy life. Flip that shit around Yeah y'all yeah. wanted to make some shit to rhyme No Why motherfucker Why can't I be happy Yeah right. Cause it gotta be both Fuck that happy life Is she sucking my dick to, For me to make her fucking happy Alright Yeah what are, you, what are you doing Okay Yeah but but you gotta also look at it Like like to me When I had these conversations I always ask a question Like is a, is a white woman Or is a black man Doing anything different To this white woman That a white man would do I mean some it's niggas no different, I, really. I, But no it's not But I have seen niggas Treat white women with a little extra oomph mm-hmm. that I don't see a lot of niggas treating black women with. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that shit, bro. I don't know why they do that shit, but it's like you, you on the average, it's hard. I'm, I'm going to be honest, and I'm sure black women can attest to this. You don't just see black dudes going out of their way for black women, opening doors. Yeah. Do, I mean, you always hear black, I mean, not to be funny, black women are killed majority of the time by black men, their own spouses and boyfriends and supposed protectors. And it's just, oof, and brutally too. So how are we going to ask black women to do all of this shit? And it may not be us, you gotta, you but gotta, they just like we read statistics on interracial marriages working, they read statistics on we the ones killing them. Yeah. yeah. So how the fuck can like you queens. expect, exactly, but you how can we expect them to treat us this way when this is what we are, society ain't portraying this, we doing it right. to them. Well, see, and, and to me, that's what it comes down to. You, you got to take care of your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I treat, I exalt black women. 
You know what I'm saying? Because my mother's black, my sister's black, my yeah. wife is black, my daughter's black. I mean, I just exalt black women. And that's how I'm going to treat black women. When I yeah. see a black woman, I mean, not just, just period. I'm yeah. a man, and I was taught to respect women, yeah. period. But, of course, I'm going to treat black women even with the most highest respect because that's just the way I see them. You know what I'm saying? I came from a black woman. I'm only yeah. here, you know what I'm saying, exuding my power in this motherfucking world because a black woman brought me out But you know, it's so here. funny, though, because when we actually start loving black women, period, when black people get on the same period oh, of yeah. loving themselves, it makes white people feel different. Mm-hmm. It feel, yeah. They feel some kind of way yeah. when we championing each other. Like we're taking their power from Yeah, them. it's like, why, why, why I got to be black beauty? A black is beautiful. Why can't it be everybody? Right. Every no. woman is, no, motherfucker. We talking about us why right now. Why can't we all lives matter? Yeah. <laughs> why can't we just have this motherfucking conversation about us and y'all worry about yeah, what the fuck you do y'all you, do? I'm going to do me. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, just like if a white dude is exalting his white queen uh, Cool you, You're you supposed to do that That's what you do I, You know Hispanic Latino Puerto Rican Dominican All of that We're human beings And the human race Is the most important thing But if You know We always have to have An opinion about What the next person's doing yeah. You know We gotta worry about Our own shit Yeah we don't do that though That's yeah. not, we, that's we, not we, we can do more of it no. We can do more Now before we get out of here Man this is the last thing I wanted to talk about Before we wrap it up We about to hit an hour So I, You always hear people Talking about Marching and voting Protesting, mm-hmm. how to make the the world a better place. This, this, my 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 solution and opinion. <laughs> it ain't gonna think. never it ain't gonna never get better, bro. This is we always. If we've been on this earth for however many years, and slavery and all of that shit was back then, like they gonna tweak everything to make shit optics look better. But bro, this shit ain't gonna. We've been dealing with this shit. Revolving door. It's a revolving Long fucking door, and, and it's like. While it's so many people out here fighting this fight for change, and I get it, you know, I have these conversations sometimes and try to vote and do what I can when I can, but it's like, I feel like it's just a rat race. Like, voting is something they do to put out there to say, hey, you look like you have this power to change things. But no matter who they put in office, you know. Nothing changes. Nothing changes, bro. Mm -hmm. Now, Obama, he does good things, and Trump does what he does, but it's like, (laughs) what's really fucking changing? Yeah, Even right. when Obama's in office, it was a point in time where people were scared of something. No, there's some shit. That, even that when Bush was in office, Obama's administration. That's what I'm saying. And it, even a with Bush, Reagan, Clinton, every time somebody's in office, we fear war. Mm-hmm. We fear economic failure. Some more so than others. Exactly. So yeah. for me, it's like, what's really getting better? We vote every year. Sometimes you win. It's like a Super Bowl. Sometimes your team win, and sometimes you may go on a ten year drought where they don't even get to the playoffs. Yeah, like the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's how? More than what, 10, like, what, what's really like? What's the really motherfucking like making these things? <laughs> Yeah, it has Saints been looking good though Oh yeah Saints yeah. looking wonderful Patriots looking better I think the last time The Cowboys <laughs> won a Super Bowl My grandmother was a cheerleader What's your grandmother's name again? Clemmy <laughs> She was a cheerleader That is a grandmother's name That's too. a great Clemmy. name you know, you know what's so funny Cause it's yeah. like When you have a grandmother's name Like Clemmy Like my grandmother's name Is Willie And it's like How yeah. y'all got these Old Beatrice 57 Chevy <laughs> names man And it's so funny Because it's like They had these names When they were kids mm-hmm. Yeah But it didn't really fit them Until they was like 62 yeah, exactly. Come in Clemmy Yeah Why is shit just crazy bro That's crazy But with, with the, the pressures Of the world man A lot of times I just look at shit And I be like You want to do more But can you really do more All this shit been on TV With kids dying And donating 49 cents a day And these kids Are still suffering Whole family I mean whole countries Are still in poverty Yeah yeah. But listen man You can't give up hope man I know hope is One of those things Cause like Like right now Hope is the rat wheel Yeah, yeah. But, but this is the thing Like we Right now as we sit here Talking about these issues We might not be able to do anything About what's happening in Libya right now You know what I'm saying So I think that 
what we need to focus on is is what is it that we can do? Can we provide backpacks? You know what I'm saying? Can we, you know, give out books at an event? Can we do yeah. some different things? Like what can we do with our particular influence yeah. and then get to a point like you doing yeah. where your influence can spread through the yeah. podcast and things like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Now we're gonna be doing a, um I know me and Artiza right now we working on finding a kid to where we can like gift a Christmas to him. Mm-hmm. So in the group me, y'all will be knowing. I'm probably going to um, end up adding you to this group chat. Oh, yeah. So I, what I want to do, and it's my group chat, if you you know, if you know, want to be a part of it, we basically just talk on a daily basis, mm-hmm. empower each other. We talk about personal stuff, just you know, like we're doing right now. Questions. But like with, um, with this thing for the kid, you know, once they give us a kid to sponsor, I'm probably just going to reach out and have like a little kickback party and have everybody just bring one gift under $50. Mm-hmm. You know, that way he's getting however many gifts of people in the group. And we can make a Christmas for him. Big Christmas. So, yeah. Because I remember, I remember, bro, I remember having good Christmases. And then when my mom and my dad split, it was like, we went from building, we used to build our Christmas tree out of our toys and our Mm -hmm. gifts. Like, that's how many gifts we used to get. And then it was like, when he left, it was like, maybe we get one or two a piece. And it's like, then you were appreciative, but you, bro, as a kid, you like, where the fuck the rest of the toys at? It hurt you a little bit. That's good. And, you know, imagine though, it hurting you. What the fuck it did right. to your parents? Yes, and I know it's so many times I think of random that. shit right now at thirty five years old, and I call my mom and I'm like, "Hey, you remember when such and such and such and such happened?" And she's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Man, I, you know, I didn't even realize how tough that must have been for you. I didn't even realize that, but now I know when because bills have been due for me, and I didn't have all the money, and certain things have happened to me to where now it's like I can only imagine how you felt with two kids, and I don't have no kids, yeah. and I just call and be like, "Hey, mom, I love you." And Thank I appreciate you. everything you did, and yeah. fuck you. I mean, you strong as shit to do yeah. that. Like, cause no. I, I think now, and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a single man, and I make good money, and I still struggle from time to time. And it's like I look at, you know, like my mom, and I'm like, she had t- two of us and no two. degree by herself, and you fucking made it. How did you make ends meet, bro? How? Cause I, I remember, man, it was eight, it's eight of us, bro. I'm eight the oldest of eight, bro. Shit. Oh Five sisters, two brothers, man. Ooh. And in country Louisiana, like, it ain't no real good jobs in that No, area. man. You, I mean, no. You know, and, um, you know, in Louisiana, you know where the raccoons make love and the, and the snakes cheat on each other. <laughs> you know, um, you know, my mom, I just, look, I talked, you know, to her and I, my mom know how you did it. Yeah. Well, eight of us in the house. Bro. The food when you wasn't working, unemployment coming in, yeah. and daddy got nothing. laid off. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's crazy, bro. And think if the if unemployment ain't nothing now, imagine what the Ooh, shit was back nothing, then. Nothing, bro. I, I mean, I remember being in Texarkana, bro, in like good jobs, like like Cooper Tire in Texarkana. They would talk about good jobs was if you was getting ten and eleven dollars an hour. We, we, ten we and eleven. If you right take a now. job to Louisiana right now, ten dollars an hour. The town where I'm from, they'll kick the doors in, bro. They'll come in that thing. It'll be lines right around the building trying to get that job. It's like that. Wow. It's that bad. Bro. And in the city, <laughs> ten, ten, oh, what? Ten, you you designated to the hood. Mm-hmm. Go oh, ahead, yeah. go ahead and go on the other side of that red line. You get what you can get. But I'm gonna tell you right now. I remember being younger and thinking thirty some dollars an hour was. Whew. Yeah. Now oh, you look at that like shit. You'd be like, what? 
Yeah, I need about forty. And then when taxes <laughs> hit you, oh yeah, them taxes. Yeah, they tax, rape your heart. Yeah, that tax. Yeah, taxes are coming real smooth. Put some lube on your asshole and Wait, just. Who the fuck real is quick. FICA? Yeah, right. They get all my money. <laughs> took all my money. And then ta- tax season is the worst though because that's when like you don't just see what they're taking out every month. You see nah. what you pay for the whole year. Oh yeah, one time, one shot. I'm like, I gave them that much money. Yeah, yeah. man. You know. And then you got insurance. Like adults, <laughs> motherfuckers, like, nigga, I, I swear, every every first of the month, I'm about to get ready to get paid and I'm about to pay rent. Like, every time I pay bills, I'm like, I fucking hate adulting. Like, you get a, you get your check and you go through them bills. It's gone. And even when you get that check for a moment, you be like, ooh, yeah, I'm that's paid a nice looking check. Yeah. I'm a thousand there yeah, like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then that light bulb go on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then you got to pay the bills. You got to pay that bill. You got to get this alert. So and then you got to get that motherfucker off. You got to make sure you got to live. Yeah. And, all you, and you, the first thing you got to think is, I got to get food. I gotta get food Cause mm-hmm. I gotta make it To the next time But then it's like <laughs> At what point Where you like I wanna do something For myself yeah. And at one time You do something For yourself You forget about a bill And then you get behind Yeah, yeah And that's what That's what we gotta get to You know what I'm saying To, to the point Where we're able To take care of things And uh, maybe Maybe one of the strategies To doing that Is living below our means Yeah So we, so we can level up For a second And feel good yeah. But it don't You know It doesn't really Sacrifice what, what our Responsibilities are You just don't wanna Be you in know? the hood Cause I know And I, I'm sure Other young people Think like this too To where it's like if you were raised in the hood, you gonna spend that extra money and sometimes maybe put yourself in the financial strait to have nice things because mm-hmm. you've never had yeah. nice things. Dude, right. And I think that's what gets a lot of black people. Yeah. It's gotten me before. No, quite. Let me say this. Let me say this. When you don't have um, the success that you really feel like you need in life, you will um, you accept the uh, the uh, what did you call it? The symbols of yeah. success. So you you ain't you ain't got a whole lot of money, but you do everything you can to get a whip with some some rims on it. Yeah. You have the freshest J's. You'll have everything that makes you look like you're successful. Perception yeah. of but success. you ain't really there. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that we suffer from that as people, probably more than anybody else. If you get an opportunity, man, if you haven't already, man, uh, watch this doc this documentary. Little it's a little mini series called Marketing Marketing the Negro. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I see you seen that. Oh yes, sir. my God, bro! With the hats and stuff. Yeah, like that. man. Yeah, they man. said everything got to be top notch. They don't have nothing. Got to look good. Yeah, but they need to look good, and that's how they you. That's good, how the white man good. can get in and take all the black person's money. Mm-hmm. Put put your name on them. Put your name on them. Yeah, that's and they kept saying it. Just put your name on them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Remember and when Hill figure was big? Yeah. Yes. Well, people would kick the doors in. Jordans yeah. right now. Still, I mean, oh how long Jordan been killing man. the game for years? For man. years, bro. Since '85. Since '85 is 2017. You know, and people man. go without. But see, that's the thing. Shoes. But see, that's the thing that I have not done. Like as much as I like shopping, you can ask Artesia. Like I don't buy shit no more like that. <laughs> I just try to work out and keep my body in shape. You know what I'm saying? To where what I wear looks decent. Yeah. Whatever you got, if yeah. I really want something like if an event comes up or it's like a night coming up and I'm like, all right, I got to splurge a little bit, then I go do it. But like, if you try to do that shit every month, bro, you ain't gonna never have no motherfucker. Exactly. And you know, I had an older couple tell my wife and I when we did the counseling, the marriage counseling thing. She said, for the money, make sure uh, you guys live below your means, like you said. And then she said, a lot of things you have to cut out, you know. And uh, we were asking her, you know, what was that? She said, well, in my day. And that's what got me. You know, I was like, okay, that's your day. In your day, there was no Wi-Fi. No. There was no cable. And you didn't have all these, there, you didn't need all these things connected to make one fucking thing work. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, and she was like, who paid? And you no, know, she's got a flip phone. And I'm like, ma'am, 
know, um, <laughs> man, you, hope, man, hope, you got hope, no apps. And I hope you know where you going because yeah. you ain't gonna have no map, no nothing. Nothing. You know, you got a Motorola flip phone. What are we she talking about? She got a Star Tag. Yeah. She ain't going nowhere without a ten mile radius. You know, she said, "Well, that's not necessary. You know, I don't need all that." And I'm like, "Well, listen, right now, you ain't I can no make friends. it. Yeah, so I can talk to you on the phone, get directions, go to my destination. I can text, talk." And do my GPS at one time. And order food all in the same order time. Food, no. Yeah. I Uber mean, eats. And, you buy the, and I can do all that in 30 minutes. And by the time you do this shit, it'll be the other end of the day. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and I told her, you know, back in the day, y'all didn't have all that. Hell no. And come moseying in. Tired. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tired and mad. A lot of the things you do need, like, I know for me, like, I know a lot of people don't have cable. And they be like, hey, man, it's a blessing for you to have cable. And I'm like, I really, cable is like... To me, if you only have like Hulu and Netflix, like I feel like the TV experience is stale. Yeah, that's the only thing to me because it's like you, it's on you, like you turn it on, but it's like it's, to me, it's something about hearing the news every now and again, or just turning. Like sometimes we ain't even watching TV. You may be in here cooking and you just had a TV on. Like Netflix, I, I mean, I get people doing it, but it's just one of those things that's old fashioned, mm-hmm. and you used to have it, and not everybody used to be able to have cable. So it's like to have it, it's a convenience. And that's why Fire Stick is so popular right oh now. Oh my yeah. goodness, yeah. We, we have a whole podcast about that. Listen, Anthony, I want to get to a couple of these little things real okay, quick. Okay, go ahead. I thought you. <laughs> now, I, I didn't really get to the. For, oh. This is for the listeners, though. Okay, all right. For because the it transitions. All right, so, so we're going to. last five minutes. Yeah, did. okay. So we're going to go back to, and I ain't going to take five, but we're going to go back to the self care <laughs> worksheet because I think everything that we're talking about, especially here lately, yeah. is uh, it correlates to some of these um, some of these issues. So, okay, so physical self care, some of the things that you can do in order to. Um, you know, have a higher level of, of uh, physical feeling is you can eat healthy, right? You can exercise, get medical care when needed, take time off when needed, get massages, dance, swim, walk. You know, this is all about physical activity. Get enough sleep, wear clothes you like, take vacations. This is for your physical self-care, all right? Real quick, f- uh, physiological self-care. Make time for self-reflection. Have your own personal psychotherapy, write in a journal, do something at which you are not an expert or in charge of, right? Sometimes you got to feel powerless. Decrease stress in your life. Let others know uh, different aspects of you. Engage your intelligence in a new area. IG, go to an art museum, history exhibit, sports event, something like that. Be curious. Um, some of the emotional self-care. Yeah. Give yourself affirmations. Praise yourself. Ride your own dick. Gotta ride your own dick, bro. Sometimes. Ride your own dick. He had a podcast one time. Man, that's Uh, funny as hell, bro. So you gotta love yourself. uh, Reread favorite books. Review uh, favorite movies. Review favorite movies. Identify comforting activities, objects, people, relationships, places, and seek them out. Allow yourself to cry. Find things that make you laugh. Again, this is emotional self-care. Play with children, stuff like that. Um, spiritual self-care, this is also important. Uh, spend time with nature. Find a spiritual connection or community. Be open to inspiration. Um, cherish your optimism and hope. We talked about that earlier. Yep. Be aware of non-material aspects of life, right? Try at times not to be in charge or the expert. Be open uh, to not knowing. Like, don't you don't always have to be the expert, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Meditate, pray, sing, spend time with children. Again, so that's a current theme. Have experiences of awe. Contribute to causes in which you believe. Different things like that. That's spiritual self-care. Now, this workplace, I think this is important too. Take a break during the work day. Like, take a lunch. Make sure you don't work through lunch all the time. Yeah. Take time to chat with coworkers. 
Make quiet time to complete tasks. That's when you got to just shut down and get in monk mode, as yeah. I call it. Just get your work done. Be productive. Set limits with your clients and colleagues. Balance your caseload so that no one day or part of the day is too much. Get regular supervision or consultation. Negotiate for your needs, a.k.a. I mean, also as benefits and pay. Yeah. Have a peer support group. People who are that you work with that, you know, you can talk to that go through some of the same things you're going through. Yeah. Um, develop a non-trauma area of professional interest, things like that. Um, and then it says it has a little extra thing for, here for balance. Strive for balance within your work life and your work day, and then strive for balance amongst work, family, relationships, play, and rest. Only you know, and all they, those only things. Thing they left off is masturbation. Explain this rock show on dick thing, man. <laughs> well. Talk to him, Anthony. Oh, yeah. I just, I mean, it was just a podcast I did one day to where it's like a lot of times you're doing something great. Maybe you graduated from college. Maybe you mm-hmm. got a raise on your job, but it's like nobody's really giving a shit about you or paying you attention or giving you the time that you de- deserve to say, congratulations, man. You got a new job. Congratulations, this happened. Congratulations, that happened. So sometimes you got to ride your own dick. Mm-hmm. It may seem like you cocky. It may seem confident. You know what I'm saying? But take yourself out. Get you a drink. Go get you a nice haircut. Yeah, celebrate by you know, yourself. Celebrate by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Go to a nice bar where, you know, it's popping. You may meet you a woman. Mm-hmm. You may meet you a man. But ride your own dick, man. Be confident <laughs> in the moment. And don't nobody got to tell you shit. Sometimes yes, you're doing good shit. Like I just said on Facebook the other day, I was like, it's so many times that you're, you know you're doing good shit. And some people will be on your page, and you know they're on your page looking at your page. They're liking everybody else's shit and liking people's comments on your page, but they won't acknowledge your success mm-hmm. because their life is so fucked up. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you got to be humble enough to like your shit, like accept your bad times. And when you see other people's good shit, don't hate on them and be like, oh, fuck him. He don't deserve that. Or he probably did that. Like, literally just go on and be like, hey, man, congratulations. Yeah. And I told somebody, I was like, that's where I'm where I'm at. Because even when I was my, at my lowest and other people was here and I maybe felt like they didn't deserve this or they didn't work hard enough and something happened for them, I still didn't come out and say negative shit or put negative, you know, energy out there. It was just like, hey, congratulations, bro. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? And now it's my time. And then when, it, when your time comes, if you are focused on your shit and focused on doing pe- right by people when your time come you won't miss it exactly. if you being that hater and you being all dirty and moldy <laughs> and shit because you in a bad mood you're gonna miss your moment you, you so focused on you. hating on somebody your moment don't fucking pass you by mm-hmm. so, so we can't have that listeners don't let your moment pass you by man anthony robinson spoke <laughs> <laughs> Alright man We about to get ready To be up out of here So be sure to keep up With all things The reality is By going to www.therealityis.com That's T-H-A uh, The reality is Also follow us At The Reality Is On Twitter Instagram Anchor And Facebook um, You can also listen To previous podcasts On Apple Podcasts Stitcher Radio Google Play SoundCloud Player.fm Listen notes and more If you would like To be a guest on the show Or you would like us To answer some of your questions From our perspective Email us at Info at The Reality Is Or give us a call And leave us a message At 469 351 681 and we'll be sure to answer the question on the next upcoming episode last but not least be sure to leave us a rating and review on apple uh, podcast we don't care if it's a good review we don't care if it's a bad review we just want to hear from you actually i would like to hear the bad reviews because i want to know why i welcome negativity what can i improve and even sometimes and sometimes people have you know critiqued me and given me advice and I just be like They don't know what the fuck They talking about So I don't, even, I don't even pay attention to it Because I'm like You don't even know What the game is You ain't even in this lane yeah. To be playing this game And then sometimes People will hit me With a different perspective And I'm like That would be dope mm-hmm. And that's why I tell people all the time If you're listening To the podcast now Like episode 156 today 
go back and listen to the first and second and third episodes and the 20th and the 30th and the 40th and the 50th because you're going to see the quality got better and better and better. Yeah, and then it got to a point to where when I was doing it at UTA, the quality was perfect, but then I had to move on and it got bad. Then it got better. Then it got better. So I just like the journey. A lot of people who listen, they go back and listen to stuff and they be like, we can tell the improvement and the consistency. So. I appreciate that um, Dwayne man I appreciate you for coming in No problem man uh, Where can they find you at On social media man Oh man Look Dwayne with Phil On Facebook man The Tiptoe Bandit On uh, <laughs> on Twitter uh, You know what I'm saying And uh, At Joseph Whitfield On uh, Instagram So Hit me up Hit gotcha. me up Hit me up And uh, Frank I know you are Melanin Origins Um you're one part of that Yes sir And you got you guys got Christmas sales and stuff Going on on the books With the promotion code uh, Hashtag the reality I mean reality Hashtag reality For the reality is podcast So Indeed. we do appreciate that Connect man But uh, tell them where they can find you And what you got going on man You can you can find us at uh, Well you can find us at Melanin Origins Whether that's Facebook Twitter or Instagram You can find me personally At Black Ghost 75 There's a There's an underscore in there somewhere But just search that shit You'll see me <laughs> um, But then But just Melanin Origins right now We got a lot of sales going on With the Or just a lot of promotions with the different groups we've connected with several different vendors um and we, we try to make sure that we have some children's we have children's books we're a children's book company in case you don't know what we do but we have a lot of we're doing a lot of project management so we start writing our own books now we're uh, publishing other people's yeah. books and, and those books just flying now out. is it all minority books or like black people books at this point it is okay but uh, but we we are always seeking like right now we're really making an emphasis to uh, bring out some Latinos yeah and some also uh, some Asians okay from the Asian culture because what we want to do so is we ain't a, fucking with white folks right now well I mean no because we no, got plenty I, of these stories I, I, out I'm there. messing with you <laughs> <laughs> but no but Irish individuals there's an Irish individual that we're speaking with and they have also they have a book coming out um, pretty soon but but what we try to do as a company okay. what we wanted to do was whenever we write about a culture that's not Hours we allow someone from that culture to write, and that's the way it should be. You know, that's exactly how we feel. Yeah. So yeah. So check us out, man. We got a lot going on, but hashtag reality. We might mess around and pay that shipping for you. All right. And you can find me at Sir Robert Poe on Instagram. The reality is on Instagram. Anthony Roberts on Facebook, man. And always remember the NL Curse to XL Success. Frank, thanks for coming out, man. I appreciate you. On a Tuesday. Yeah. And Dwayne, I appreciate you coming out, man. It was good meeting you. No problem, man. You too, bro. All right, man. We'll catch y'all on next week. I'll be getting to the money. Everybody, man. I think I'm getting too much money. Everybody, man. Same old nigga from the block. Same old nigga with the pot. The same old nigga from the trap. Everybody hated on him. Then he bounced right back. A whole lot of time overseas Double in my money cause you know I want cheese I've been in my hometown playing with the keys When they fell off the boat, yeah I'm talking about Belize I know it's a whole lot of niggas that was hating I know it's a whole lot of bitches that was taking So I shut the niggas up, bitches feeling us Always do that, I was sick, so I had to stay patient Taking over summer, niggas tell me what's the Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. 
Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.